All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 4th of March. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. First up, OPEC Plus has extended its oil supply cutbacks to the middle of the year in a bid to avert a global surplus and to shore up prices. The curbs, which on paper total roughly 2 million barrels a day, would remain in place until the end of June, according to statements from members such as Saudi Arabia, which accounts for half of the pledged reduction. Russia has promised to strengthen its role by focusing more on cuts to production than exports. All of that is based on a Bloomberg report. Now, these latest output cuts, which deepened reductions made last year, will be returned gradually subject to market conditions after the second quarter, according to the countries which said this on state-run media. Ample supplies have anchored prices of international oil near $80 to the barrel this year, even as conflicts in the Middle East region disrupt regional shipping. As of this morning, Brent was trading at close to $84 to the barrel. Back home, NDTV has reported, quoting sources, that Prime Minister Narendra Modi over the weekend presented a Vision India document for 2047, saying planning for a Vixit Bharat or developed India by then is a priority area. At a meeting of the Council of Ministers, he said that the plan hinges on empowering citizens and creating a sustainable economy. The 25-year plan envisions India as a developed nation, providing leadership to the world in technology and innovation. Apple India is set to clock over 70,000 crore rupees in revenue in the financial year ending March, becoming the second electronics brand to achieve this milestone after South Korean rival Samsung. That's based on a report by the Economic Times. The report quoted two industry executives saying Apple India went past the $8 billion mark in February. That's 66,000 crore rupees. This will be the second consecutive year in which the iPhone maker's sales have grown by 40%. Generative AI is creating waves globally, not just for the investment opportunities it is creating, but also because of the threat to workers in several functions. NASCOM chairman Rajesh Nambiar has said that the workers in the business process outsourcing sector are at the maximum risk of getting impacted by the development of generative artificial intelligence. Nambiar, who is also the chairman and managing director of Cognizance India Unit, said workers in the software services industry do not have much to worry about. In more international news, Egypt on Sunday hosted envoys for talks on a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. The latest diplomatic effort as Gaza officials reported more deadly bombardment in the nearly five-month-old war. A senior Hamas official told AFP that a delegation from the Palestinian group would discuss with mediators a proposal for a six-week truce after U.S. officials said that Israel had broadly accepted the terms. In other news, PMLN President Shahbaz Sharif has been elected the 24th Prime Minister of Pakistan after clinching 201 votes. The victory was announced over the weekend. The recently concluded general elections, though, have been marred by allegations of mass vote rigging. 
Imran Khan's PTI has alleged that several candidates of the PMLN and PPP were declared winners despite other candidates securing more votes. Now, in international markets, the early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have all started in the green, though futures are pointing to a muted start to trade on Wall Street. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. You know, just the way the Indian markets are buying every dips, it becomes very, very difficult to try and talk about uh, Mandi on any given day. And I wouldn't want to do that any which way. As remember the whole of last week, we were talking about how quant indicators were indicating that there should be some upsides. Uh, PCR had on the penultimate day of the expiry fallen to 0.66. So listeners who have heard the podcast uh, have we've given them indications about what indicators are suggesting. We are not in the business of predicting what the markets will do, but indicators were suggesting that there could be upsides. And I think that's what's happened. Now, with uh, with all that's happening in, in terms of cues, uh, I think the setup doesn't look negative at all. If anything, the quant indicators still indicate upsides. Uh, remember, 22,400 call strike has a large open interest and could see covering if the rally continues as well, because I think some bit of covering has happened in the lower price strikes of 22,200 and 300 as well. So I think that's a keen eye out. Keep in mind, dollar index or DXY has been weakening for the last few days and uh, or last couple of days. And if DXY weakens, then that could help upsides for the nifty as well as for the metal space. So that's to be kept in mind. In fact, as per what you see the in last week's behavior, metals and real estate arguably seem the strongest as per the trading pattern. So you should keep a keen eye out for that. CK Narayan in his column on NDTV Profit and viewer or listeners should read that. He writes it at every weekend and it's worth reading um, that piece uh, just to understand how the charts look. So he's saying that the thrust to all-time highs has a high probability of continuation ahead. A small caveat is only for the time cycle on Monday to be crossed, which is today. So if it gets crossed, uh, he says it could enable it, us to hit new highs at 23,200. Viewers, keep this in mind. Or listeners, keep this in mind. I'm so sorry. I keep on going back to television and social. But yeah, this is, of course, the podcast. Um, stocks to watch. Now, there are a clutch of newsmakers, of course. Uh, but let me try and tell you the few that I think are uh, the the key ones uh, to monitor in the session today. So there is InfoEdge or PB FinTech or some of the others because one Ashwini Vaishnav reassured the app fraternity about the Google Google Play Store issue. And uh, InfoEdge separately on its part mentioned that Nokri Job Seeker 99 acres have been reinstated on the Google Play Store. Now these uh, stocks had corrected a little bit in the trial trading session on Saturday. I would reckon some bit of recovery could happen today. So watch out for these. Um, real estate stocks will be in focus Signature Global, a small one first, and then Goldrich Properties. So Signature Global has received uh, or recorded 3,600 crores of sales for premium housing residential project in Gurugram, has received oversubscribed expression of interest of 5.4 5, 5 times, sales potential of 2.7 million square feet for this one. It's a big one for Signature Global. Uh, could see a reaction today. Goldrich Properties it's, has said that they'll develop a township project on a 62-acre land parcel in northern Bengaluru under a profit-sharing model. The booking value estimated to be about 5,000 crore rupees. Certainly a positive for Goldrich Properties as well. So both of these could be in focus today. I would watch out for 
the Adani Group stocks. The group has started the sale of the first dollar bond since the Hindenburg episode. So it's certainly something that you want to watch out for. Uh, some smaller stocks first. So Gujarat Ambuja Exports has commissioned a 120 TPD liquid glucose facility. Watch out for that one. Uh, now the collective liquid glucose capacity is 9,900 TPD across five locations. It's uh, a good one. All capacities have come on stream. They should aid FY25 revenues. So watch out for this one. Watch out for a small stock called Virtuoso Electronics. It's intimated stock exchanges about an investor meet with SBI Mutual Fund and ICAC approved. Now this may mean nothing at all, by the way. I have no idea about the stock. I repeat, I've not heard about this stock until I saw the announcement. But it's an interesting announcement. Keep a keen eye out for this one. Um, amongst brokerage notes, uh, Cities note on Indus Tower, they have now made a bull case of 380 to 400. They are saying that the base case is 320, but that does not assume a successful Vodafone fundraise. If indeed that happens and if Indus Tower recovers all of its dues, then you ascribe a target multiple of 7.5 to 8 times and therefore the bull case target comes into play. They believe the short-term risk reward remains favorable for the stock. I'll watch out for some Price volume breakouts in Jamna Auto, Havels and Automotive stampings as per a clutch of brokerage notes and technical experts. So those are to be kept a keen eye out for that as well. You know, I have missed out some key stocks. Uh, so please excuse me for that. Uh, the auto sales, for example, very strong for Maruti, Hero, etc. The stocks reacted a bit in Saturday's session. So I avoided them consciously. This is the long and short of the stock list. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Monday and an even better week ahead. 